Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. With NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up to the second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get in on the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Believe in OK State podcast. I am Megan Robinson. Joined once again by Justin Southwell and Eve Batoba and the most special of guests, Justin Blackman, joining the show this week. The great, I'm going to say it, I've said it many, many (laughs) times, the greatest college receiver to ever bless the game. Justin, man, how how do you, uh, you know, what what do you do during a cold uh, winter day here in the United States, man? How, How are you kicking it? I normally... Love to walk outside. I wake up about 5.30 every morning. I like to test it. I open my windows up. My air conditioner is blowing right now. Golly. Like, what did Bang say? I mean, uh, y'all adapted to the cold? I was born in the cold. You were born in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> born in the cold. No, yeah, so. No, it's just it's fun for me. I just tried to walk across my parents' pool. Almost fell yeah. in. It wow. cracked, of course, but. I'm one of them guys. I see a body of water, got a little ice around it. I I, I like to hop on it. Test so it out. How many polar bear plunges? Have you done a polar bear plunge? I mean, we did cold tub every day. Right. You know, that's easy money. Plunge. Fair. I mean, Fair. cold water is nothing. It, right. nothing. You, you know what's funny about that? I always say, like, yo, we used to have to get up at five in the morning to deal with Coach Glass. Getting up at five in the morning now to just deal with life is a easy. Keg walk. I have to leave my house that early just so I could do something. I'll be like, I'll just be walking around the uh, grocery store, Walmart or (laughs) Homeland and stuff. I'll just be walking around and be like, I just need to get out. Yeah. And it'd be that early. My day is over at like noon and I take me a little nap like I'm a little kid. (laughs) Oh man, I love it. You said you said you were hanging out with your parents, the parents at the pool, man. How did what did your parents think about uh whenever you got the notice that you know you're going to the to the college football hall of fame? Oh man, uh I'm pretty sure they, they figured out before. Well, I guess they figured out a little bit afterwards, but they got all my stuff because all my stuff goes to their house and uh they got all the awards, but um the OSU A D hit me up. Uh Chad. Uh, during the national championship, yeah, and um, he called me that morning, Monday morning, and was like, "Hey, man, congratulations! You did this." I was like, "I didn't even know what was going on. I was just like, this is the first I've heard of it." He was like, "They didn't send you nothing." I was like, "Man, uh, I ain't got nothing. Like, know where I'm at, but of course, I'm not checking for nothing <laughs> as well." So, uh, and it ended up getting sent to my parents' house, and they got the little football and the letter and everything. And, and they was like, well, you did have a package here. I was like, well, open the package up. Which I don't know how many times I should tell them to do that, just freely open my packages. But, yeah, <laughs> it's been like, yeah, go ahead and open it up. And it happened to be the ball. 
and uh, all the details. So they they were pretty excited, you know. Of course, send it off to everybody, but yeah, it is what it is. You know they they ready to go to Vegas. <laughs> I love <Ready>. it. It's <laughs> amazing, Justin. Uh, you are the third Justin on this podcast, so I don't know how you feel about that, but. You're first in a lot of things. You're third in that in that regard. You okay with that? That's, that's okay. Hey man, we've been talking that, about Justin Williams. That great Justin name is all that matters. That's true. Justin, what is greatness. you know? You know, Justin means one who leads. So, I had no idea. That, I didn't know that was a. That was oh a my goodness! Yeah, nobody's let's surprised. Let's get into it. I might have made that up from one source. I can't <laughs> cite my source. No, but I'm pretty sure that's what it means. Uh, I I heard that way back in the day. But, yeah, no, just the great name of Justin. You know how we introduce ourselves every time we see each other. I do that with all my Justins. Good. That we, I think we've we, been around. I think we started that back in the day, maybe? Yeah. All right. In the receiver's room. That's good how stuff. Do you, how do you introduce yourselves? Justin. Justin. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Always a pleasure. <laughs> Always <laughs> the classic Loki oh, jealous Justin. classic handshake, nothing flashy. How many people you come in uh, contact with your name? Yeah, Yo, you know what's funny about my name is nobody knows how to pronounce it here in the US, right? So I done heard Ives, YVs, Yves, everything. But whenever you go across the globe, it's like the fourth most popular name, especially in French speaking countries. So everybody knows it over there. The people here just ain't cultured. That's, That's because Justin's the most common name over here. <laughs> Probably, hey, it's, <laughs> it's, you, you it's got Justin, Texas. You got Justin, Oklahoma. So I mean, you, know, yeah. you ain't got no Eve, Texas over here. Oh, it was it was like that. I think in that 2010 season, we had five Justins on the team. It's like, why is this the most popular name all of a sudden? I don't know. We're out here, man. Is that baby boom? <laughs> I love well, that. hey, we're gonna see um, number 81 up there in that Ring of Honor at Boone Pickens Stadium one of these days. Maybe it'll oh. be a patch on the jersey. Maybe they'll throw. Maybe they'll do the full throwback uniforms of the 2011 season. But, uh, you know, I noticed that you wore number eight in high school. Did you choose 81 when you came to Stillwater? So I got to choose 81. I, I could have actually got eight my freshman year uh, because, what, uh, when I came in my freshman year, uh, Bo Bowling ended up getting it at first. Yeah, but uh, I could have I could have got eight, but it was it's just like going to the NFL when I I could have got eighty one too. It was one of them. It's new chapter, new number. We moving on. We uh, you know I don't really think about stuff in the past, so it was like eighty one's fine with me, and it was it, we was cool with that. Okay, well, I was just making sure that like Johnny Deaton didn't bully you into taking your number or something like that. Oh, so. Johnny Deaton was after me. What <laughs> we had, like I said, Bo Bowen ended up getting it. Yeah. Well, Bo went from like eight summer. to seven to nine. He was like all over. Yeah, that that's what I was about to say. He ended up getting it in summer. And you know, Dez even wore it for. Dez like, wore eight in, in uh he wore eight in high school. But yeah. I'm saying he even wore it at Oklahoma State during practice, and then he switched to one. Because a pump return or something, you know, like it was, it's some random stuff, but it, it was just one of the things. It was like, well, hey, you know, just leave it behind. You know, we taking a step forward. All right. 
Man, well, I'm glad I you like say, the number because we're going to see it a lot. You know, I I, I got to say, Black. I know you said that you don't like thinking back uh, too much, man. I think uh, one one of the things that I often think about, and I've talked about it on the pod, is that winter winter workouts of 2010. This was before you know the season that you broke out, and I remember every single one of these workouts. Right there was I always looked at Hubert. I always looked at Isaiah Anderson and being like, man, these guys are so dang fast, like just fast, right? And if we go to the weight room, I'm looking at guys like Justin Horton. I'm looking at other just, man, how am I going to be able to keep up with these folks, right? Even whenever I first came in as a freshman, I'm looking at Parrish Cox doing the Russian ab twist, and he's using 45-pound plays. And I'm like, do I, do I even belong here in this, in this same place, man? And I remember towards the end of that winter workout, you know, there was always some type of competition drill. You had Isaiah finishing first most of the time whenever we were doing sprints. And I remember towards the end, I'm like, no, Blackman is over here beating Isaiah in every single one of the, you know, the end of these drills. When in the world did Blackman get so fast? And I always felt like speed, of course, you know, ball tracking, but speed was always like probably one of the most underrated parts of your game. I even remember whenever you were coming out for the combine, you decided not to run the 40. And you went out there and you said, well, just look at the tape. I've never been caught from behind. And I remember uh, that was actually being replayed on ESPN. And then they went and they showed all the tape. They were like, yeah, look, he's actually never been caught from behind. He ain't got nothing to prove when it comes to this 40-yard day. So, <laughs> so man, I, I wonder, man, like, do, do you think that there's any, like, one skill, one ability that you feel like, hey, this is something that really separated me as a player? I, I think it was just – so it like I said, when I when I showed up to even like the one time I came to a practice at Oklahoma State, it was like a Darius Bowman. Yeah. I think Dez was there at that time. Uh you know, in uh what Seth uh number 15, Seth before Adrian. But I was like, if you look at them dudes, I was I was a buck seventy-five in high school, you know, as tall as six one. Them yeah. dudes had veins popping out. They, they nibble like I mean, <laughs> like there, there was just veins everywhere. I was like, I'm, I'm not a weight room dude. I ain't yeah. never been one. I always played either football, basketball, baseball, ran track my senior year, but I, I never had an off season where I was just like in the weight room and doing that. So it was like one of them. Uh, when I came up, shoot, I had to do 185. For my right. my two twenty five. What is two twenty five? They was mad that I racked it early. I was like, I wasn't about to get one more. I felt it, like you know, I racked it up. Oh, you quit? It was like, no, I know. <laughs> if I go down, I'm not coming back up. So it it, it was just like uh, in 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 that 2020 year or 2010 year. What happened was, I bumped my group over. To where I was lifting with Tracy and Horton, right? And, you know, them is two of the biggest receivers I think we don't ever see yeah. out there <laughs> at Oklahoma State, and they were already you know stupid strong. And as they get tired, they're not moving my little weight around. So it was like you better start lifting ours, or else you got to do all the weight moving for yourself. Right? We all lift the same thing, and that's what kind of pushed me to that point where I. Had to, Start power cleaning whatever they was power cleaning. Mm -hmm. Squat whatever they squat because we're not changing weight. Is we trying to get in and out and be quick and um, 
I, I just say that's what accounted to all that. And, you know, Glass was Glass was perfect on what we was doing. And uh, he was, I mean, I I never, him, G, I, I needed G my freshman year to talk. Me too. To talk crap to me. Uh, let then me know that I wasn't as good as yeah. I, I thought I was. You ain't, you ain't, I don't know if we can cuss on there. We'll bleep uh, it out. <laughs> yeah, we ain't. Uh, you good? Yeah, uh, we ain't. And uh, just kind of bring you back to reality and be like, oh yeah, no, nah, you ain't nobody special. And um, I and I I just got used to like that's where I thought I'd be like, I ain't special, you know, like this is that. I gotta earn respect. Yeah. Gotta grind. I mean and. And that's what this sport is about, man. It's, one, it's the ultimate team sport. And uh, two, it's not easy. Like, if you want to stick around, like, I mean, I done been uh, – well, Justin been there just as long as I was. Shoot, I had a different receivers coach damn near every year of my, my college career. Who are all your receivers coach? I started off with Coach Troop. Yeah. I had Coach Brewer. Coach Brewer and Coach Dunn. Mm. Yeah. But Coach Brewer was the one that recruited me. He was the receivers coach before that. When I got there, I'm the quarterback coach, so I'm not even coaching you. Then we had Coach Troop, and Coach Troop was a fool. He'd wear football cleats out there on, at practice. Yeah. <laughs> Trooper, Trooper Taylor. Uh, <laughs> he, he wore cleats and a towel out there to practice. He was the one taught us. To throw the dancers or uh, don't touch the dancers, throw them out the club. Yeah, that's where them sayings came from. <laughs> I love it. You you still keep up with any of those guys like like Coach Brewer? Oh, for Coach example. Brewer for sure. Coach Brewer, okay. we talk. I mean, you know me. I I barely talk to people, but I mean, he's in communication with my dad pretty much yes. all the time. Uh, you know, I get a Christmas text or something where I keep up with them, but. You know me, especially with all this stuff that's going on. I had to turn off one of them phones and uh, <laughs> and be like, "Come on, man! I need my peace. Right? I, I need my sanity. I don't be. I don't. I don't like my phone ringing too much." That's hilarious. Spring is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Justin, you're just talking about how as a freshman, you're like, I can't do 225. I'm doing 185. I need to earn it. At what point in your career did you feel like you made it or you had arrived? Shoot. I don't think the funny thing about it is uh, the people that were there. I don't think I ever felt like, you know, it was at the point where I arrived. It was more of just like we were all there. It was like at the point as a team, we, I mean, we all worked that hard to get that. It wasn't, I know the numbers and stuff came out like that and was moving, but as far as me being like, I'm walking in there, shoot, you can ask them. I'm showing up just as they, they'd be like, hey man, talk to Coach Gunny. Let's uh, try to move practice sometime. I'll be like, well, I can't say nothing. <laughs> like, hey man, right. shoot, he don't respect me like that where I could be one of them dudes to walk in there. It moved practice around. So I, I never got to that point where it was like, oh, yeah, I got this. And, and we we somewhere not. I would have to show up every day uh, in Conda, especially when um, Coach Dunn came in that last year. Because obviously everybody, I, don't, I mean, probably not you, Megan, because you're not, you wasn't around back then. But everybody kind of knew what I was out there doing in the Stillwater streets. And uh, Coach Dunn came in and was like, hey, man, we're going to focus more on football. I was like, hey, as long as I show up on time and I'm, I'm winning these things, I was like, hey, man, don't talk to me about what I'm doing. Work hard, play hard. Huh? Yeah, it was, hey, it was one of them. I was one of them cats. So uh, I could never – I already knew it would be like, if I partied the night before, did whatever – we showing up to practice. We're going to do it. No, I can't talk to you. If it's going to be cold, it's hot. Hey, man, we're just going to have to knock it out. We got to stay there. We're just going to have to knock it out because I can't I can't complain about anything. Yo, I, I, let me tell you something, man. Uh, so, sorry, Justin, you go ahead because I got – I, I was just going to point out, like, I feel like everybody else on the team, I, I noticed it. It never se seemed like you were treating, you know, treating anybody else differently. You always acted like re you're really humble, not this big superstar. And so, I mean, I feel like that was one of the reasons that we had success. We didn't have, you know, a prima donna diva kind of doing all this different stuff, making a distraction. You're able to stay focused and you got, you, you took care of business. Um, but at the same time you had fun with it too. Like you were able to, you know, just be one of the guys. And so I always I appreciated that about you. Um, always one of the guys that I looked up to just for that reason alone. So had to yeah. throw that in there for you. No, I, I will even add on to that, man. I think one of the things I appreciated the most about you, Black, is that you were always a teammate. Like no matter how big your star got, it was always, yo, you kicking it with the guys that barely even played, right, on, on, on Saturdays, right? It was never any switch up. And, you know, there was always a big sense of humility around you. It's like, hey, yeah, I'm going to make the big plays, but I'm not going to go and get the fancy car. I ain't going to go and get, you know, the flashy clothes or, the, or anything. Hey, my Jeep was fancy. That Jeep? That Jeep? Like, you kept that even in the league, right? I still got that Jeep. Oh, you still got – see, that's that's what I'm saying. The same we Jeep. still got the Jeep. OSC oh, parking that? police still looking at for tracking oh, you down. Oh, yeah, the warrant is out there, man. <laughs> If I come up there and park that thing, boot instantly. I'm so surprised you haven't been booted when you've been back. Oh, well, I don't drive that Jeep, but we still got the Jeep. 
Well, I'm curious to know, man, where, where, where does that come from? Like, where does that, that attitude of just like, Hey, I'm just here to get this work done. I don't care about all the extra stuff. I don't necessarily care about them limelight, man. I'm just here to work. Well, I, I think it just comes from, so it'd be like, it's almost like, you know, how do you want to be treated? We all been freshmen on the team. Right. Been the young, but uh, granted, you know, at the small little place that I was at, where I played high school ball, I was always hanging out with older people. My brother was four years older than me, went to the 5A school, Artmore. He played with Jermaine Gresham in them. Gotcha. At Artmore. So I've always had that pool of them trying to get me to come over there. I've always practiced with them over there. So I was already a step higher than most of the people that I was playing with at at my school, Plainview, which was a 2A school at the time. Mm. And it, it comes down to like, well, uh, you know, like who I always looked at, like who was nice to me when I was the freshman and stuff like that. Like, how do you want to be treated? Are they doing this seniority role? Like, is it going to come down to blows? Because at the end of the day, it'd be like, I'm playing more than some of y'all trying to pull this seniority. Like, come on, man. Uh, right. Why, what is, I'm, I'm supposed to sit on the front of the bus and I start and you, you ain't nobody and trying to sit with the homies, nah, man, get your butt to the front. I don't care how, how small I am. We right. you know, scuffle that out. And so it, it was almost that same way in Stillwater where it was like, you know, we had uh, them early years. There was a lot of, you know, offense, defense, and beefs and uh, a lot of just nonsense, things like that. Yeah, yeah, but, some, but, some, uh, yeah, some initiation. Okay. Well, it was. It is what it is, and uh, that's part stuff, of the stuff game. That we, stuff that can't be talked about. Yeah, that's part of the game, and uh, you move along with it. But at the same time, I realized once we kind of skipped that out, it was like we don't like there ain't nothing the defense could do with us. Like they ain't got no, you know, like and then the defense was thinking the same thing. Yeah, right. everybody talking, but it was like we we don't need to cheap shot you in practice. You know, like to to prove a point, you know, kind of like that. And so it was more of like uh, when I got to the, I would even say my second year, the first year I started, my redshirt year, you know, it's like, well, nobody's coming behind us that's going to start. You know, like, why not teach them the offense? The only yeah. thing you can do is help, but I'm going to work hard so you can't beat me out my position. Yeah. And that's how it is. But why would I, if I, you know, one of there was this one dude there. I won't even say his name. My freshman year, he'd be like, "Hey man, what was that play they told me?" And he'd be like, "I'm not telling you." Damn like man. he wanted me to go in there and, and fail, and he'd be like, "Why do I want this young buck to fail?" Like I said, the, the wow. only thing he could do is help. So if I could teach him much of the offense, if he learned it and they put him in front of me, that means I did something wrong. You know, like uh, I need to step my game up, or you know, they see something in him that's better than me. So it was always one of them. Uh, you know, I didn't – I mean, it's funny because Isaiah was here this weekend at my house. Uh, mm -hmm. He's still uh, open against Texas Tech, by the way. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, no, so uh, we were talking about it. It was like, didn't nobody care about the, the freshman coming in? It was like, oh, you're a freshman? All right, cool. Come get on board and y'all keep up. Don't don't bring us down. You know, back yeah. then it was one of them like, 
oh, there's pressure coming in. I got to see his numbers. I got to look and see where he came from. I got to I gotta do all this. Other. He'd be like, man, we contended our spot. Like I said, even Isaiah was like, man, ain't nobody coming. Take it. We here. We, yeah. we done earned this thing. It, it, we going to work hard to keep it. And I felt like that's that's the way I would want to be treated anywhere I go. I know I went to the league and it was it was just a whole bunch of bull. Uh, excuse my language, y'all gonna have to bleep that again. Uh, you know, with the rookie hazing, I'm like, I'm coming game. to a team. I'm coming to a team that went one in twelve. What are you talking about? Right, y'all trying to haze the first the rookies coming in to to help y'all. We all on the same boat. We we doing that, so it'd be like, come on, man. Y'all, but it is what it is. And I just I just try to treat people with the utmost respect. Uh like I don't expect no favors from nobody. That's I think another thing reason I don't even be popping up to Oklahoma State as much as I I normally because everybody be like, Hey man, you you know you can come up here whatever you want, but it'd be like, Man, you know, I'm good. I don't even want to bother nobody just by the way I move. Be like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hit you up and be like, hey man, can you get us an RV spot or can we get this or that? And just be like, man, y'all just have a good day. I'll watch it in the confines of my house and we'll be good. Now you did tell me though, you show up to the game, you show up to the games a lot more often than people even think. A lot more people, a lot more often than people know. It's no, just I show up to Stillwater. I show up to Stillwater. Gotcha. Okay, so you, so you're in the vicinity. Yeah, I, I I got a nice little spot I'll be staying at in Stillwater. Uh, yeah. A nice little place where uh, one of the, I call her a homie now, but let us be at. And uh, it, it, it's it's a nice little spot and we'll go there. It just, it's got an outdoor barbecue pit and stuff and we will watch the game from there. But I, I'm just not always going to the stadium to watch the game. You right. know that Southwell Spivey Family Tailgate is open. So if you are on campus, we're pretty much there every home game. Meg, you know, you bring I cookies sometimes. I, I, I crash it. Yeah. I, Where's it at? We're out there. Man, I'll text you. Yeah. I'll text <laughs> no, you. No, you don't want to tell me. I don't want everybody to know. You can't crash We change it up. We yeah. change the location around, you know, whenever – Whenever somebody recognizes where we are, we move it around so you know we don't stay in the but, same place too long. Yeah, Justin Blackman, you you missed my cookies at the tailgate the day oh, that yeah. you were honored. Oh, and you, yeah. the, I brought cookies to the tailgate, and you were not. You, you were you were there and at. Wow. Oh, so I didn't actually even get to the stadium until after like kickoff. I was late <laughs> to even show up. We didn't even make any tailgates. Ah, gotcha. It was like I said, we were we be saying be off camp and we over there by the Stillwater Lake. We out there in the booties. <laughs> the booties. And, uh yeah, no, so it, it was one of them. It was it did come come on guys, that banquet was it put me down, coach. It was it was long. Everybody was trying to go out afterwards. I walked to that house, sat on the couch. I was asleep within five minutes. <laughs> I was like, hey man, I'm done. My brother was like, I guess we're not going nowhere. 
Dude, yeah. they were just preparing right. you for the for the college football Hall of Fame because you know you've seen that list. Nineteen right. players getting added. There's gonna be a that's gonna be even longer. Just, yeah, but they said we don't have to give a speech. Working your way up. What well, if you had to give a speech? I probably wouldn't go. <laughs> so 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 you go to the college football hall of fame. Are you and Barry Sanders like meeting up and going to a barbecue? Y'all going out to eat? Is Mike Gundy hitting y'all up and saying, Hey, this is what Hall of Famers do, right? We all gotta get together and do our thing in the cut. <laughs> Let everybody else do their thing for you know. Oh, the OSU Mount Rushmore. Do y'all just kick it all the time? The people want to know, man, what does behind the scenes look like with, with the Berries and the and the Gundys and the, and the Blackmans? Well, I guess the Blackmans probably not a part of that. <laughs> you know, the homies I hang out with is is the homies. Uh, you know, basically everybody in our class, you know, Timo, Fields, Jared yeah. Fields, uh, Fields, Isaiah be popping at Stringer, is, is in and out every once in a while. Uh, every once in a while, I'll see uh, Colton Shelf in in Cooper, Josh Cooper. Cool, twenty five. Uh, yeah, man. But other than that, man, you know everybody got kids, and everybody uh, can't move at the frequency I'm moving. I, my, uh, it's funny because my little cousin asked me this morning, he was like, "Hey, man, you ain't never thought about having a dog?" And I go, "If I wanted a dog, I'd just have a kid." <laughs> if, like, if I wanted responsibility, it was like <laughs> I'd just get that. But nah, if I have a dog, I can't just leave the dog at the house for two, three days while I'm out of town and, and, and doing stuff. But um, yeah. it's just one of them, man. Yeah, I I don't know. They probably do be hanging out all the time. <laughs> I don't get invited to a lot of stuff, uh, and I'm not mad at it. Uh, nor do I would probably show up, but uh, it's like one of them things where it's like, man, uh, the homies I be chilling with that I, you know, that been, went through it with us. I mean, Justin's even one of them where we talk on Snapchat all the time. I'm trying <laughs> to hit on, on the things. And it just be like when I come see, but I understand everybody got a family. We getting old, man. Y'all yeah. got... Uh, Family, kids, and priorities, and I don't ever want to step on that. You know, like family first, always. I, I will well, say, you, uh, you you do appreciate it. Like it's kind of like you're you're in a way you're kind of part of our family because every time we see you, you know, saying hi to the wifey, congratulations, oh, yeah. and she's like, oh, what for? And it's like, well, don't you remember? You just had a kid, <laughs> you know, some one of those things, and it's well, like, where, I where, ain't where seen we picking you up since at? you had the last kid. That's what I've been trying to tell you. I <laughs> yeah, exactly. Had a kid nine months ago. But yeah. I ain't got to see you yeah. to say congratulations. Yeah. You know, you know what's so funny, man? I think uh it's it's like you keep up with all of our lives, but you're you and, and you're so private that, you know, whenever so like the last time I saw you, South Alabama game, I didn't watch any part of the game. We literally talked. Sit the there and talk. Game. There was nothing to watch, but <laughs> that's a good one to skip. <laughs> we talked for three hours straight because I was like, yo, what what you up to, bro? But I was so surprised that you knew so much about what was happening in everybody's lives, man. And I, I was like, man, you are like truly the ultimate teammate, the same way that you were as a football player, like just being a teammate in life, like being so selfless and caring, you know, about other people, man. I think that just kind of rolled over into, you know, even this part of your life, which is. Yeah. Uh, hey, man, people be 
if y'all go to self-incriminate yourselves and put it all out there, you know, I'm going to watch it all. <laughs> I'm going to watch it all. I ain't got nothing but time. So I'll be sitting around uh, watching everybody. Of course, everybody be keeping me up. There'll be some funny things be happening in Stillwater <laughs> with some of these old players. And uh, I just heard something this weekend where I had to <laughs> calm myself down. Where I was like, did that really, are we this old and this still going on? But uh, yeah, no, nah, it's, it's some crazy stuff out here. Man, y'all be funny. I'm glad I don't be posting no more. Yeah, y'all be, that's why I don't have social media like that, man. I can't do, you do it. Burner accounts burner accounts, huh? stock on. I don't have social media. I have Snapchat, and that's it. If, <laughs> ask Justin, ask Justin how many times I posted on Snapchat within the last five years. I don't think Bro, I, gotta, I gotta seek you out. I forgot you were a friend for the longest time, and I was like, oh, yeah. oh you know what? I'm gonna send one to Justin Blackman to see if he still has the same phone. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I just reply back to direct. I'm not posting nothing. No, nah, that's out of here. I respect I'm, it. I'm over it. I hated it when I was He's in college, it. man. They tried to, boy, try to take you down with that social media. It's it's, it's rough out here these days. You're not boy, missing anything. If I was in school these days, boy. Man, that's what I, so I, I actually want to talk about that, man, because it's crazy right now with, with college, just a college world. You got NIL, you got the transfer portals at an all-time high. I feel like oftentimes you see athletes who are really in it for what's in it for themselves rather than, you know, their teammates or the team overall, man. And I know that you spend some time even with younger athletes that are, you know, coming out of middle school, coming out of high school and, and developing. Man, what, what do you think just about the state of college football and, and athletes in general in 2024? Trash. <laughs> Trash how? Trash. I'll put it this way. If they would have paid me the amount of money I needed to get paid while I was in college, dead or in jail. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, we was broke doing the stuff we was doing. Yeah. And, and we wasn't missing out on much. We wasn't missing out on much. So you would have paid us... If I would have had a couple mil while I was in school... And, and unresponsible. Oh, yeah, y'all, y'all definitely would have saw me miss a couple practices, <laughs> and, yeah, and, and not shown up on time. I would have been there working out with glass by myself. Stairmaster, three hundred fights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the warm up. Definitely been punished. But it's more of a fact. I mean, I understand. Uh, I don't understand why everybody needs to get paid. That's the thing. I feel like. You should have to show up and do something. Gotta earn it. Like I don't, I don't understand the point because I, I'm, I was a three star, barely a three star coming out of high school. We had a couple five stars that didn't even make it three years. Yeah. And so what? You supposed to pay them, and then they just leave, or you know, like, or they they fail out of school, or they don't ever play and stuff like that. And then I would have to just be there with nothing or you know like we had a lot of people especially after dana came that were walk-ons that was out there playing yeah more yeah. than you know scholarship players would come in and be like nah so and so come on in we know what he gonna do he gonna listen he gonna 
going to do what I say. So you're not going to pay him just because he walk on? Don't make sense. And yeah. So it, it's, it's all going off of Saturday. Now, when you earn it, then, yeah, come on. But it'd be like, come on, show up, do something first. Then I might give you a truck. Then, then you know, I'll be more lenient to give you that credit card. Be like, here you go, go on the spending spree. Wish there was a dude up there doing that at one point. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so if it were up to you, like freshmen wouldn't get nil deals. You got, you got to go ahead and you got to. Uh, you, if you do, you better show up. If you don't, if you don't produce, you ought to pay money back. <laughs> That's how nice. it should be. Pay if you back. don't produce, you got to pay money back. Because we're going out on a limb anyway. A lot of yeah. freshmen just don't even know how to be. I mean, uh, coming from high school, half of it is just being coachable. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, more than half. Like, well, I'm just saying, you know, we all been the, the big guy on our high school team where they kind of let things go and stuff like that. Well, you show up here, they don't care about big – We y'all always the big dog. Now we're starting at ground zero, especially now that they let players play when they, you know, seven, eight years in college. Uh, that definitely should be a problem with 18, 17-year-olds coming in. And I'm pretty – all right, means, bro. And uh, with, uh, <laughs> with kids playing against grown men. Yeah. Where it's like, come on, man, like. That's what made it easy, you know. The longer you was in college, it was like, oh, I've done seen everything. It's just the, the game slowly gets slower and slower and slower. If they gave me seven years in college, boy, I mean, it'd be like, what are we doing? That'd be fun. It'd be, what are we doing? Like, is it, what, are, what are we playing? Be like, I'm going against this little, like you said, five star quarterback. But the five-star quarterback ain't never played, mm -hmm. you know, this speed and stuff. Would like you, that. would you have stayed at Oklahoma State all seven years? Shoot, if they was giving it out, honestly, uh, you saw how they made me walk with the seniors my last year. <laughs> and I wasn't even a senior. Yeah, and uh, I was like, man, y'all didn't even give me the option to come back. Would you have wanted to? It could have been an option. I didn't have the option. BP this year, and he's coming back. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't have the option. I thought to, that the uh, – uh, Come back. Gundy said uh, if he was my son, I wouldn't want him to come back. Mm. So we're just going to make him go type stuff. And, uh, yeah, no, that kind of hurt. <laughs> it really I thought did. The, like the, the pre – you know, 2011 season, you and Whedon kind of had like the announcement you're coming back. So I thought that that was kind of like, ah, oh, one last ride. We all just kind of assumed. Nah, that man. was what made was me come it? back. Whedon didn't have no eligibility. Oh, are you uh, talking about after that season? I still had eligibility after my that last ride. That's true. We didn't win the national championship. We could have came back one more time and, and knocked it out. In yeah. all seriousness, you Green would have come back. Oh no, I probably wouldn't have. But, uh, <laughs> At I'm least like saying, the you want to be there. Yeah, it yeah, was like, man. yeah, this is it for you, buddy. It no, I, I remember. 
I remember us playing the Alamo Bowl, and after the game, you know, we had just beaten who was it, Arizona? Yeah. Oh yeah. And I went back to the hotel room. San Antonio was really fun, by the way. I always say that was one of the funnest bowl games that I ever been to. Was the Alamo Bowl? Boy, Fiesta Ball. Fiesta Bowl was. Yeah, look, I know you had more <laughs> fun than I did at the Fiesta Bowl. I leave it at that. You had more fun than I did. But I remember going back to the hotel and actually like watching the screen. You know, they showed the highlights from the game. They showed you catching the, you know, you catching the touchdown uh, on the edge of the end zone. And the guy on the screen, uh, he said, um, that guy, does he look league ready to you? Yeah, he's league ready. He's leaving. So everybody just kind of assumed, oh, yeah, Justin Black, we just had this great season, Belitnikov winner, he's leaving. And then whenever you and Whedon announced that y'all were coming back and, you know, the excitement around the program was like, oh, we we could do the whole thing. Like, you know, at one point we were ranked the second best team in the country. We could go all the way. What was the approach in that 2011 season? Was it like, hey, this is professional football at this point? Or what, what was the mindset just going into that? Well, I mean, I guess it all started uh, after that bowl game. Obviously, we, we lost. We was figuring it out. Uh, I know we went through his evaluation. I did my evaluations. Whatever, but uh, I want to say, you, yeah, the NFL evaluation mm-hmm. to figure out where uh, you projected to go. Uh, I was somewhere still in the first round. Uh, obviously, I was after like uh, AJ Green and um, Julio Jones. Julio Jones. I was like the third receiver that, but it was somewhere in the first round, and we was kind of further down. So I mean, he he called my phone before we came back, and he just he just hit me up. You know me, I never leave campus. Uh, so after the bowl games, I'm, I'm there like next day. We already uh, getting into things and we get ready for the for the next year, whatever, whatever it was going to be. And so he hit me up and said, it was, I, he was like, hey, man, I think I'm going to come back. You want to come back? I was like, that's fine with me. <laughs> no other thought. Yeah, it. yeah, it was just like we came back. It, it, it was like, well, how much did you think about it? I was like, I wasn't thinking about it until it dawned me. It was just like, what do you think? I'm going to make a choice or not. It wasn't that big of a thing. I, I really, I always say I'm, I'm talking to my family about it. I wasn't talking to my family about nothing. <laughs> it was just like, if I want to come back, I'm coming back. If not, and then I think that's what started all. And uh, we kind of knew. I, I even think like we even took that spring a little more serious yeah. than we normally would. It was like now is get everybody on the same page. We pushing like because Alamo Bowl. What what did we have? Ten wins. Ended up with eleven maybe, or was it ten wins that it was year? 11. Yeah. Yeah. So it it was like now we trying to go for a Big Twelve championship, national championship. Like so, it's undefeated. Nobody, nobody should be able to stop us. We got all our parts back, all the offensive line, uh, damn near the whole defense came back. Yeah, uh, experienced. Uh, you know, and then we got all our weapons back. So I mean, we lost Kendall, we lost Kendall Hunter, but Joseph Randall stepped right on in, and yeah, so it was like we didn't miss a beat. Him and Jeremy Smith both was was with dogs that year. Yep. Shoot, even Desmond was a was a dog that year uh, when he right. got it, and a little yeah. bit of Herschel Sims. See, they might be yeah. running back yeah. here. A lot of people came in was making plays. 
But it that's what kind of what it was. It, it kind of opened up everything where it was like everybody got a chance to make plays. Let's go get it. Like uh, there's a lot of times, even in the Fiesta Bowl, it'd be like I didn't catch the ball the whole first quarter. They overplaying this way. Well, now we need Tracy to run across the middle or Shelf Shelf to go down the seam, catch a couple balls. Next thing you know, they shifting coverage off me. And it opened stuff up. So it was mm-hmm. just a play and everything. Or Joseph running so good that, you know, now they got to put another person in the box. You can't double team. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I always say it didn't matter who we played, there wasn't going to be enough DBs to cover all our receivers. Mm-hmm. All our receivers is going to win one on one coverages. We was going to win that one on one battle. And uh, it just took a great quarterback like Brandon to find them. Shelf down the scene, man. I haven't seen that in a while. Miss it. You said we what? More, we need some more seam routes in this offense. Seam is scary to run, man. I know. You gotta, hey, you gotta have not, the seam. You gotta they're not getting the hit over the middle like they, they were. Uh, have that back of the head hit the ground first. Yeah, but you're not, you know, they're not taking hits like you were. You know, oh boy, my first play. Yeah. In Georgia. 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 Yeah. Rashad so you know Jones. Oh. Rashad, <laughs> hey, you bounced up though. Props. So here's what's funny. Rashad and I were at the Dolphins at the same time. Brought up that game a couple times. And I was like, man, you remember playing OK State, you know, back in 2009? The first thing he said, he looked at me, he said, yeah, I effed black men up, man. <laughs> he took my head off. I ain't never hit, I was like, hit that hard in my life. But you bounced right up and you did this. I remember you did just like this. Throw that flag. Oh. It it was one of those welcome to the uh, it was like welcome to college football yeah yeah and that's when I realized I go oh I was left out the dry I fully jumped fully extended <laughs> the back of my head hit the ground and I go I don't feel no pain now the next day it was nothing but pain yeah oh, yeah. oh the next day I was hurting so I was hurting but for that moment I was like oh this might not be so bad. Yeah, I could run across the middle and just take a hit. It I'm invincible. <laughs> well, not invincible. It's just not going to hurt that bad. I ain't never been hit like that in my life. Still no. to this day, I ain't never been hit like that again. D5 Jones, man. Oh, boy. He, I still got a homie down here that will play that video if I show up <laughs> on the big screen and be wow. like, you remember this, man? And it just be me getting slept. It it was bad. It was it was bad. Man, I think uh, Justin and Megan had some questions about OK State specifically this past season and OK State going forward. That uh, we'd like to get your thoughts. Well, I mean, Eve, you kind of set it up last time. We talked about 2011 team kind of setting the bar high. 2024 team also has a lot coming back you know maybe not as many uh first round draft picks but a lot coming back especially with doak walker award winner ollie gordon and uh i think there are maybe some similarities between the two of you maybe not the elite level of speed but deceptively fast got that um the stride going physicality um but you know teams know who they need to key on now, similar to how they did in 2011 to try to stop you. But if you had any advice to give Ollie for having a successful 2024 season, 
what would you say to him? I mean, don't be complacent. It's what it is. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, so it would be like even if I – so when we come back, even if I didn't win the Melinda uh, Cup again, I said this to Clinton Dion the other day. Yeah, it's like this is – we just trying to win. So yeah. whatever I need to do to win, it don't matter about my numbers. We trying to we trying to get to the ultimate goal of BCS championship back yeah. then. So uh, I don't need y'all to draw up nothing specifically to me. Like I said, if I could if I could run down the field and three people gonna run with me, then shoot, we could do that all day. And I'll just keep on running that little go route down the field and let them follow, thinking that we're going to eventually throw it at some point, and we don't need to. Yeah, so yeah. it just be like, don't get complacent. Obviously, they know who you are. It's going to be keen on you. So, uh, like, a lot of stuff in the spring, I didn't really practice that much in the spring, spring. But, uh, you know, but going into camp and everything, we were working against double coverage. Mm-hmm. How they might put somebody over. To, now, how do I need to run this route? Yeah. Or how do I need to do something, you know, if, because they'll probably move this, bump this person out. So this is the window you're going to sit in, which is a different window if I'm just going straight up with one person in front of me. So, I mean, it's it's just expanding your mind on the game. Yeah. There's, uh, I mean, I'm telling you, I mean, even to this day, there's so much you can learn. I don't think you can stop learning the, the game of football. Uh, the more you watch, the more you can see something open up. And there's it, it just – that's why I said don't feel – well, I'll just talk about me. I wasn't complacent with just winning that. It was still, all right, how can I get better now? What's the next step? What are we doing? And – like I said, necessarily the next step wasn't another Bolitnikov. Mm. Like I said, it was like, how can we help the team here? Bam, come to the sidelines. Hey, they playing this way over here. Tracy's going to be wide open right down the middle. Yeah. You could hit them right here if I just keep running this way. You know, like, and yeah. because at the end of the day, we if we don't win, it don't mean nothing. Did you have a say? In, in how some of those plays were – like, did you talk to Munkin and say – I he, mean, I even used to do that with Dana when he was there, where it'd be like – because they knew uh, – I mean, it, it was a lot of what do you see out there. Mike Harrison was real good with it too because yeah. he was like my backup for a couple of years. And he'll sit on the side and watch the coverage. Oh, they playing too high here. They going up this way. He overplaying. If you, mm-hmm. you cut up – up in the middle, it's going to be wide open. Mm. And, and, you know, good coaches, which we, we got good coaches, they listen because you're yep. out there on the field. You're seeing it. Like, this is what we need to do if we do this way. And uh, and, and they listen. But that's, that's why I say is, but you don't know that if you don't learn it. And, you know, it's kind of like the, you know, some of these kids these days, I'll be like, what coverage is this? They'd be like, oh, too high. I was like, that ain't a coverage. Right. Yeah. That, that, that ain't a coverage. Come on, man. What do, what do we got? Dropping? Like, who's who's dropping? Who's where? Yeah. And, just, 
Go ahead. No, you're you're sitting here giving all this great advice to the current team, younger players, watch football, study the game, learn other positions, basically, and what other people are doing. But what's the best advice that you've ever received as a player at any point in your career? As a player? As a player, man. I don't I don't take it as advice. It, it because I don't think it, he was advising me, but it's more like lead by example. So we obviously know uh like uh when I got there, Des was the class above me mm-hmm. and he was a hundred percent no matter what. It's it, and it basically is like it's always a competition. Like, and that I kind of drove that into my mindset of it don't matter now if I'm playing dominoes with the homies, we sit around. It's a competition. We, the little kids, you ain't getting no easy layup. You get pinned off the little backboard, six-foot goal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, nah, I'm throwing your stuff over the fence. You got to go get it. Uh, but I, I, he he showed that example, and that's kind of like how a receiver, like I said, with Coach Troop, he was he was one of the old school guys. It'd be like, uh, well, if one of us is fighting, we all gotta fight. And uh, you know, them days, you know, Dez is probably gonna fight. We can't let people touch Dez. So you know, like we come. Everybody over else got to do it. Yeah, we coming <laughs> over there all wrinkled up. You're like, hey man, now we we got. I gotta grab BB and we just hold each other chest. Like, <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, we hey, really don't want to fight. We ain't got nothing in this fight. But yeah. if we don't run out there, you know, like it, we gonna be rolling after practice, which was terrible to do. Mm. Rolling, yeah. Hundreds of yards, uh, or them them up downs, hundreds of yards. Yeah, but hey, I do remember one time that Des Bryant kind of lost a battle. If you remember, Perry K. Watson defeating him <laughs> in the locker room with the most epic dance battle in the locker room. I, that was hilarious. But uh, you remember that, right? I do remember. <laughs> I do remember. It exists on YouTube, by the way. You type in. Oh Dan's yeah, it's the locker room. I bet you somebody was naked in there. <laughs> oh, there was a couple of towels in the background. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. I bet you somebody was naked in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, you you know what's funny, man? You talk about the competition. My very first practice ever at OK State. Uh, we walk out there because you know you have to have a couple of days where you're wearing just the helmets and then you know just the you know the shells. And I remember yeah, got to get acclimated. Yeah, man. Can't just have you running out there blind. Right. But man, I remember Dez versus Parrish Cox just going at it. And then, you know, whenever the play was over, no matter who won, the other one would say, no, 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 run that back. We do, we're doing that one again. And they wanted to bring the best out of each other. Remember that year, Peacocks led the country in passes defended. So it was just talent on top of talent, just them two going at it, going at it. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, this is how it's going to be, right? And then I go out there, 
having to cover Justin Blackman at practice. Yeah. <laughs> and this dude routes me up like three places in a row. <laughs> when I say routes me up, I mean I'm not even within 10 yards of him on a post route. And I was about to say, though, you notice we never ran them back uh, when I was up there doing that. Uh, nah, you knocked the ball down. We good. You got it. <laughs> but it was like, we ain't, yeah, I ain't even that invested in this one-on-one. Y'all knew I was running around. You must see Coach Jones must have cheated. That's what I always put it to. Coach Jones cheated. Man. Yeah, give us the route. Give us the route. Yeah, uh, he, he, nah. But no, that's it. It was a lot of it was all competition back yeah. then, like you said. With Peacocks, when I first got Lacey was there. Yeah, when I was first there, and I heard Lacey was because I, I, I got there after Lacey was gone. But I heard Lacey was like the best corner. Smooth yeah. coach, wouldn't even talk. Just be <laughs> right there and knock the ball down. Interception. Yeah. He he was as smooth as they come. I might have heard him say about they talk about Spud not talking. He might have said like eight words like the whole year, and it, most of them be like, "Man, <laughs> you know, like, it'd be, that's it. It'd be it'd be so he's so cool and so collective, man. He would, but like I said, it was it was all full out competition. Yeah, back then where it was. Like they would want to extend practice and keep going. Oh, we're gonna go at the end of practice and we're gonna run some one on one. Like I said, nah. by the end of practice, I'm like, come on, we done broken. Coaches is going in, we going in, right? We, we get in trouble, we go hit the jug machine or something. But we, we ain't about to sit out there and be running one on ones all night just so y'all so we can let a DB get a win, right? They right. they one little victory. Oh, come on now. Hey, they won a little victory of the day. We, hey, <laughs> we led the country in interceptions. All right. We led oh, the y'all was balling because hey, y'all had to go up against us. Hey, y'all was balling because y'all went against us. Man. Hey, but I, yeah, because it was Freak Street versus D Block, right? Now, I, I, I will say, man, this is just the last, uh, last thing that I had to say, man. I remember whenever the 2011 team was getting honored during the 2021 season, right? 10 years, we all walk out there to you, Whedon. And I remember how big of a deal it was that Justin Blackman was out there and you were wearing the Barry Sanders jersey. Whedon throws the pass to you. I remember you said, man, this is last minute. This wasn't even planned, man. Look, now you, now you got to make me really catch this thing. But, but the cool thing about that moment was fans literally saying and then tweeting out and i even saw it in the stands people were tearing up like actually tears coming out of people's eyes because you whedon that team meant so much to the oklahoma state community and black with everything that you've accomplished and with so many of your teammates saying that you were their favorite teammates and you know the bolitnikovs and you know everything that's happened and now you going into the hall of fame what would you say is the thing that you are the most proud of that you did while at Oklahoma State? Man, golly. I mean, I guess even making it to Oklahoma State, you know, proud of, but it's just the whole, like you said, kind of, I kind of live my life on um, 
especially with a lot of stuff with the main mainstream media and stuff. Um, I live my whole life of, you know, people know who I am. People know the people that I care about know who I am. They know my heart. They know, um, you know, how genuine I am with everything. Uh, I I respect everyone. And and I also expect respect back, you know, respect given, but also don't demand respect. Uh, You know, like I said, I got to earn people's respect and stuff like that. So like I, like I told them when we was up there at the South Alabama game, it just blows my mind that people still think about it. I'm like, dude, that was 2011. I'm like, we in 2020, you know, that we almost 15 years away. We we coming up on. And I was like, people be still bringing, like, when they hit me up about the Hall of Fame thing, I was like, I didn't even know you could still get awards this long after football. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't yeah. thought about none of this. I just live my day-to-day life out of this and I, I'm probably probably most proud of the relationships I made with people. Uh, you know, like I said, that I still keep to this day uh, and be able to talk with. Uh, like I said, I'm not the most talkative person. I don't be checking in, but I'll be checking in. Yeah. <laughs> My thing is like, I could check in and feel good just seeing you be good. Like seeing a picture with you and your family is enough for me to be like, oh, he looks like he's doing good. Yeah. You know, like, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't have to uh, get it back or get a response or feel like I need to text you uh, because that, that doesn't happen too often with me. I'm not, I don't know what's structured or wrong with me <laughs> on the little uh, emotional side of things, but I'm just one of them. I, I just. Hey, I'm watching. I'm always watching. I'm gonna keep up. Uh, I move in the shadows. Don't like. That's why I keep this here and these here. I, I like to change it up. I'm probably gonna have to cut them pretty soon because I've been doing a lot of stuff. Uh, so I'm probably gonna have to change everything up again and uh, create a whole nother movement. And um, but it, it it's just I'm, I'm I'm proud of the relationships I got that a lifetime. Yeah, I always have a good time talking with Coach Glass. Anytime I'm in town, I always go to his office. Always, uh, Marilyn and uh, Mom, which I call Mom Marilyn on academic advisors. Uh, yeah, uh, there there's never a time I'm not in Stillwater where I don't talk to her, or Amy, and pop in there, but. Uh, it's just the relationships that I got. Coach G, Gary, Justin in the equipment room. You know, they all, uh, they all, you know, I was telling Amy when she texted me congratulations on it. I was like, y'all all played a part in this. And she was like, well, you were smart enough that you would have got it done. I don't think if you weren't there that it would have got done. Yeah. Because you had somebody that actually pushed me. And can tell me something, and uh, uh, I respect it. So it's just it's, it's a lot of stuff like that. And because uh, I wasn't a good high school student, I made my first honor roll when I got to college. 
Yeah. And it wasn't because I was taking online class. I was in business school at that time. Yeah. I was doing micro econ and macro econ and right there with you. All the yeah, and all this stuff. I made the honor roll for the first. I was so happy when I sent that to my mom. She ain't never seen one of them from me. My brother was a straight A student. My little sister's a straight A student. But me, I was the D, C's, and F's. They just used to keep me eligible for football and basketball. Hey. But, uh, yeah, so that's why I say, it, and honestly, once I got good in the classroom, it carried over to the football field. It was almost like a focus thing where it was, it was just locked in. Yeah. On what you're doing. So I always encourage that the relationships, uh, lifetime, obviously, uh, because I'll for, I wouldn't be the person I am today without everybody that was up at Oklahoma State with us. I mean, the good, the bad, everything. So uh, I have no regrets about that. And, and um, honestly, it just, just, Happy with the decision I made to even go there, but it was even better, you know. Like it, I don't know, it's just weird because it was like, man. Obviously, I had a lot of homies from our board come up there that was moving around with us too. Mm-hmm. Since it was this close to our board, uh, that made it a little bit better. But it was just the relationships, man. You know, like the, everybody basically that I met at Oklahoma State, I still keep in t- touch with. I mean, I don't even talk to people that I graduated high school with. But the people at Oklahoma State, you know, there's a lot of people I keep in touch with. Well, Justin, we really appreciate you coming on. I did not know you before this podcast. I just knew what these guys told me and what I saw on TV back from your playing days. And it's I've, I've absolutely loved getting to know you just a little bit. You are so humble. And I wish that more people out there were like you, just kind of flying under the radar, amazing at what you do, but very low-key about it. So we appreciate it. Man, when you fly over the radar, man, there's a lot of things to be exposed. (laughs) (laughs) Dropping so much knowledge on the podcast. I hope younger people are listening. (laughs) No doubt. It's it's scary out there. I was before social media, too. So it's scary. Right at the yeah, you were right on the cusp. Right on the edge, man. God, when you, so Facebook bad. was the only thing, and you had it to really be, be on Facebook. Yeah, remember that when you had to put your school ID on there? Yep. Yeah. Had to go back and like block my albums. You know, all the albums that you put up after a weekend of partying. I'm like, I'm gonna private this one. Yeah, I'm Facebook I'm friends with like random people that I met at a Whataburger at three in the morning. And I'm like, why am I still friends with you on Facebook? <laughs> it was that kind of life. I remember the first mom of one of my high school friends that got Facebook. I was like, oh yeah, gotta get well, it's time to go. I was like, <laughs> it's time to it, go. it was like one of those it was like, we got too many drinking picks. We're not 21. We gotta get out of here. It was like, nah. You were in on Twitter a little bit early, though, because you had a pretty big following. You'd like retweet some of my stuff, and then I'd blow up and get like 150 followers overnight. I'd be like, what happened? Oh, Justin Blackman retweeted something I said some about Kevin Durant's backpack. So, you know. We was out there times. in the streets. My, my, homie, my homie Garrett Moore used to do all that. <laughs> every every now and then, you still get a fake Justin Blackman Instagram page that'll just pop up out of nowhere. 
And we're like, yo, come on, man. We all know this ain't black men. <laughs> like, I don't have no social media but Snapchat. And my Snapchat don't even say Justin Blackman. So I love that you have Snapchat. <laughs> right. Like, all the ones first you can of all, <laughs> Snapchat. It's yeah. the best one. The videos delete. Exactly. Snapchat shady. It's for people who want to hide things. No, it's for people that don't want their stuff out there. And if I, I see you screenshot, <laughs> I know not to send you nothing again. All it takes is one. Be like, oh, I know where you stand. You don't have my best interests in there. Exactly. Get the iPad out and take a, a sh you know, sh shoot it from something else. Nah, I don't even leave it up that long. That's it. It normally be a half a second. Right when you open it, if you don't get it, then it's gone. Boom, that's it. Yeah, it, hey, and then you're gonna have to ask me again. I, I might call you. I got a, I got like a half second Snapchat from Justin one time and it was like him at a gas station wearing sunglasses and it just flashed and I was like what what did I just see I don't even know I was like I, I'm not on, a <laughs> on a mission on a mission I love it yo you gotta love it you know. it's mysterious well, hey it's man it's scary out there in the real world it is. oh you know what scratch that this is really my last question because I've been saying this forever the best college receiver of all time and people always like to throw out Randy Moss. They like to throw out Calvin Johnson. People will throw out Larry Fitzgerald. People will throw out Michael Crabtree, right? Like, do you – and I feel like I know what your answer is going to be, right? I feel like you know, I know what it's going to be. But do you – whenever people say that, hey, Justin Blackman is the greatest college receiver ever, what say you? When they say that, I mean, I can't not argue. I mean, do you believe it? I mean – as my little sister would say, be like, the numbers don't lie. But the thing is, to me, I would feel like Larry Fitzgerald is the best college football. And then, obviously, uh, which that's what makes it even crazier, Randy Moss and we all going. And I go, how did they get in the same class I'm in? I'm saying the same thing. This is the craziest thing. You know Coach Brewer is about to throw a fit, and he's about to show up to Vegas because he coached <laughs> – Randy Moss you did. back in the day at Marshall. And he was the one who recruited me uh, as uh, Oklahoma State. But uh, it's one of those where it's like, uh, obviously, I'm not one of them to be like, hey, man, I'm the big dog. He's like, nah. I looked up the people that paved the way to me. Like I said, I like I got a lot of my stuff from Dez as far as competitiveness on the field, how it's supposed to be done. Every time you step in between the lanes, Y'all remember going to the Coven and yeah. even him going out there and be like, man, you about to tear your ACL out of here and try to play these kids hard. You're like, <laughs> but it was like anytime you in between the lines, yeah, it's time to go. I feel you. It's work time. So I mean, I didn't have that mindset, you know, it was kind of a game to me. That's what I was thinking. It was kind of a game to me back in the day. But it, it, it's just a lot of people before me showed paved the way. Showed me that it's possible to even do, and and that's where I took a collective of all that, and uh, you know, brought it into one. I mean, you know, when you play scout team, you got to act as them players sometimes. So I yeah. got to watch Crabtree film on the Crabtree days back in the day. Yeah, turn around, have three touchdowns against us. Uh, <laughs> I was dedicated. I was dedicated to that though. Like they oh, yeah. would assign the jersey number. 
of whoever oh, we're yeah. playing. And I look at the I look this dude up on social media, on the official website. It's like, okay, Baylor Bears, number forty-two. Who is this guy? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be this guy for the whole week. I Bro, think it I remember. I think it helped. I remember Coach Dunn made us give a presentation about the player that we were gonna be that week. I went to the front. We we're playing Purdue, Heart of Dallas Bowl. And I gave him the rundown on who his girlfriend was, what year I was born, like my favorite. Just based on the research I found on social media, I'm like, I am this guy this week. That junk was, uh, yeah, it, it got real. It got serious. You, we were method actors out there. Yeah, you know that's I mean? all it is. You have to remember. I used to love the players that walk off the ball on the snap. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, oh, I could take him walk off the ball, you know, because this is what he does. Then get it to your route. Yeah. You know, with us, it was like, sprint off the ball. Why are you walking? Yeah. You're like, no, there's no stuff. Oh, no, he does a little hop skip when he when he comes <laughs> off the ball. Yeah, I like that. That's what they did. I love that. <laughs> nah, crazy world, man. We used to live in. Indeed. Soft. Well, Justin Blackman, thank you for joining us on this episode of Believe in OK State, presented by Bet Online, And, of course, thank you all for listening to this extra special episode. Absolutely loved having you. And if you liked the show, you can like, share, subscribe, rate, review, comment, follow, all of the things. On behalf of Justin Southwell and Ipatoba, I'm Meg Robinson. Go Pokes! Go Pokes! Pokes, go! Go Pokes! Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.